Good morning and Happy New Year. If you would like to listen to a almost 40 year old grown adult drone on about rollerblading, life and some other things for about half an hour, sometimes I go over, you've come to the right place. Welcome to How To Be Unpopular podcast number 262. It's just me. There'll be other guests though in the future. Um, yeah, and the Julio podcast just came out. Todd was on then and now. I was on Jump Street. The It's not a purposeful media blitz. It's um, when you have a winter break from work, we have more time to do stuff. So there's more stuff. If you're getting sick of our faces, I can't help you because you can just stop the video or watch something else. Um, yeah, happy 2022. I got up early today and drank espresso and listened to very relaxing music and wrote down my intentions for 2022, two pages of them. The overarching theme was to uh, not, there was a lot, but the big one was like, more quiet time, not giving into the glittering Niagara of trivia and not passively consuming um, YouTube and podcasts and things like, really trying to be more selective about uh, what I take in. Because I mean, it's such a good distraction to just always have uh, audio. Ben Magaziner talked about that. Just always have some kind of audio or something playing. Much rather do more music or quiet time. Just be more present instead of, uh, I mean, the rectangular comfort device. Mine's out of reach. It's called a phone, but the rectangular comfort device, like combining it with caffeine and just going in. It's a great addiction, but whew, gets pretty intense. It's a really good time to sign up for the Patreon. I know everybody has a Patreon, so you don't have to have to listen to me. But since it's the start of the year, you can sign up. And I'm going to be using that platform a lot more. I'll be posting things to social media. We'll always be doing, uh, putting stuff on YouTube. I know people were upset that there was a lot of things going on the pit. But there's been a lot posted on the YouTube in the last while. And we posted, we put out MB8. And there's all kinds of different videos in the last while. Like, um, I, I put out some Patreon videos so people could see, but what, what did I put out? The Lightning TRS video, Todd's Mizu's, I just put out that second Aeon one. So if you like any of those, that gives you a taste of what it's like. I'll just, uh, there's a, if you like that Aeon one, there's one where I talk at length. I'm holding the skate and talking about the Aeon. There's stuff about the core two frames, solas, there's wizard stuff, there's the rems review stuff, there's the blank skate review, there's the adapt stuff. Um, coming up there's going to be the FR Pottier skate, the Mesmer skate, Intuition premium liners are on order so I'm updating um, the Intuition video where I compare. I have all the skate liners so I can let you know how it fits in different skates and all that stuff. What else is coming? Oh yeah, and I'm, I, people keep asking about endless frames. And I'm finally doing it. I have to still order a 165 mount boot, but I'll tell you right now, there's a reason I haven't skated 165 mount boots since filming for Big Wheels 1 and 2. The mounts shift. On the Wizard boot, you can bash that thing. And actually on the Adapt boot, you can just like bash the skates, stare at, bash them into things. During the filming of Big Wheels 
two specifically, but it happened in one, I didn't even notice it, is that like you would do a trick and the mount would shift on the frame. Maybe they fixed that on recent skates. But yeah, endless. I'm gonna be um, testing like more of just the like big wheel products, so big wheel UFS frames and more free skating stuff, even speed skate. I just want it to be completely open, trying lots of stuff. That's what is happening on the Patreon, that's what's coming up. Um, and another thing, so for MB8, we posted like on the, on the top tier for Patreon, every single filming session for MB8 before the video actually came out. I don't know if anybody's ever done that in action sports or maybe they've done it in music or movies, but it's like it's, you're posting all the raw footage before actually editing the video and putting it together. Seemed like such a weird thing to do that we couldn't not do it. So if you go to the Patreon and sign up for the top tier, every single MB8 session, raw footage is on there. I think the final count was 80 sessions, 80 something. So some of them are like, edited together into 20 or 30 minute chunks, but it's all there. I remember it feeling really daunting that like, wow, so everybody can just watch all of the raw footage and I haven't even edited the video yet. It turned out to be a really good process, which I, th I, think, I think we'll do that for the next one as well. So it's like reverse making the video, if that makes sense. Um, but I know lots of people have Patreons now, and it's annoying to even hear the word Patreon. So you don't have to support it. You can support and represent by just skating. You don't even have to do anything more than that. The product placement series will be going well on into the year. So there'll be many, many, many of those. For people who are not happy about us reciting the tricks, um, there will be a twist to that. A lot of them we will be reciting tricks, but there'll be a twist as it, as it goes on. Um, I want to try and do one where we just look at the camera and say the trick in our head and then do the trick. That would be really funny because uh, you'd still technically be saying the trick but people would have to watch footage of your face before you do the trick. Um, so expect many, many product placements. Why are there none right now? There's a cold snap in British Columbia. I don't know if my face looks like I haven't been outside doing activities in a long time, and also the gyms are closed. So my face might have that Canadian winter, uh, a lot of internalized thinking. Um, with not a lot of outside activity in the sun. But the temperature's going down again, so product placement will be back on the table. Um, the, we started, we launched the Mushroom Blading Wheel Company right after MB8 came out. The wheels, the first batch of wheels should be coming in like the next week or two uh, landing uh, at Balance Distribution, and they'll be going up to shops, and we've done another, or thanks everybody for supporting so far. I mean, if this goes well, 
by this time next year we hope to have every wheel size. And it's a super exciting new switch, how I said on the Jump Street podcast that I look at like there was better than baseball and MB1 was like a cut point and then MB8 is a cut point to like the, this new stretch. And they usually go for, how long did that stretch go for? 14 or 15 years? So I guess this is another stretch of 14 or 15 years of um, the product placement videos, the wheel stuff, trying every single product in skate. i tell you why I love trying every single product I can. Within reason, there's some brands that uh, I just don't want to support or uh, eventually I'll get to everything. But Todd said on uh, his Jump Street that skates are a very intimate thing. So I want to know why my preferences are the way they are. I wrote this big thing on the Patreon, like breaking down what I, why I think I like what I like. Um, it's sometimes almost predictable what skates I'll like and not like. Um, a lot of it has to do with my favorite skates growing up, coming from hockey. Um, and then there's other, some more surprising things. But I, I think like, I want to know why I don't like lunch tray salt plates. I want to know why I love a V-cut skate. Um, I want to know why I want a ton of support for a big wheel skate and why uh, like a sloppier cuff or aggressive skates won't work with wizards, all that stuff. So I'm going to be trying everything. And I do like being surprised, which hasn't happened. Uh, the Lightning TRS was easily the most surprising of all the skates, which is why I want to try more um, just like flat 72 frames and flat 80 frames, stuff like that. But um, I like trying everything because it's the same thing as like what I watched so many bad rollerblading videos, especially kind of in the to 2010s no like from 2000 to 2010s there was a lot of like bad rollerblading videos but I would watch them because I would want to be surprised that I'm willing to like go through a certain amount of <laughs> uh, pain to find some discovery so if you're into any of that that's a good reason to uh, join the Patreon too if you like it gets very specific and nerdy but again you don't have to listen to me because it's just my skate preferences. But maybe it could help you. And I do suggest trying lots of different stuff. Don't be tied down to one brand. Um, it's okay to support different brands. Anywho. Uh, MB9 will be coming out uh, late 2023, so... So this time next year, we'll be starting the filming for it. I'm very excited for that video. If you liked uh, MB2 and Zone and uh, the, the one with just like the dot and then in brackets inline skating film, I think that's how I labeled that one. I had it for the dot and then I ended up adding brackets inline skating film. I don't like doing that stuff. But in terms of YouTube, it is important to sometimes label it. And 
Most of the times I call things videos, but, but Zone and that one are close to films. I really didn't like when people would put a film by in the early days of rollerblading videos. A film by. It's, it wasn't a film. But those two feel closer to a film. So currently, like I have, I'm already having, like uh, I have a document where I write out inspirations for the video write out. Um, I'm start, starting to put playlists together. We're starting to kind of figure out what the feel of the video will be. I'm very excited for this one. Um, it's really important after you put out a new video, um, so after we put out MV8, to, there's a hole that happens that, that like, um, I can't enjoy things or relax as much, especially on the final stretch of making a, a project, so around NBA time. I can't be watching a movie without like problem solving a sequence or thinking about an edit or you're, you're just constantly hearing the songs in your head over and over again. You're only listening to those songs or you're editing the soundtrack or you're thinking about, yeah, there's that little black space in that section and you're trying to wait for the um, the aha moment of like, oh yeah, that trick can go there. So after a project is done, it's so nice. There's a hole though. There's a hole that you need to fill with new music, notes, inspiration, movies. It was nice. I I, I don't even really care about what movie it was, but I remember as MB8 was done, Todd had finished all the the new website. Um, he had done all that amazing work on the wheels and then I, like all of the stuff was done. Um, and I got to watch the Suicide Squad movie and it, it didn't even matter if the movie was good or not. Just the fact that I could sit and enjoy it without having, um, MB8 songs or the timeline in my head. Pretty amazing. So the holidays were great for that. Just watching movies listening to lots of music. I love looking at all the, the best of lists and making lists of stuff to check out for movies and music. I love that there's so much new skate stuff being um, released or you could pre-order stuff for the, for the spring and summer. So much stuff to try. Um, I will say though, actually no, I'll save this for the end. Um, oh wait, this is close to the end. Um, we did those, we did the best of Blade originally. There was a year where I think a lot of people felt like Richie Eisler, was it 2012 when we did best of Blade? Where I think a lot of people felt like Richie Eisler, it was when he was in Barcelona, he totally deserved recognition for what he had done. Um, like him and Werbeski, I, I posed that question because them released the, uh, they did the Them 80s edit. And it, and it raised the question, because um, it got a reaction from some people. It's like, when has an aggressive company done a good job with marketing a big wheel product? And I will say that like Dustin and Richie both deserve a lot of credit for being aggressive skaters that were showing the potential of big wheels in a way that was bigger than just an aggressive skater skating big wheels, if that makes any sense. 
I digress from the point. But we, it, it was like, oh yeah, you can just make awards and give an award to somebody. And then it got weird. I'm very happy with the last award that we gave to uh, Leon Humphreys and John Lee. And it kind of marked a, an era where there's, there was way more to make fun of leading up to that point. And then there was just more to celebrate and be excited about. There's so much inspiration in skating that like, I don't think any of the awards, like you can just make your own awards and be your own pro and pick yourself and celebrate your own stuff. Like if you made something you really like, just share it and celebrate it for yourself. Um, and don't worry about the awards or if you want to make awards make awards there's it was really cool to see um uh what wheel scene did brandon drummond did awards that it's like it's open to everybody you can be a person that films a video uh whether it's satirical or, or comical or completely earnest um and sincere you can celebrate the stuff that you like it's 2022 now, it's not 1998. In 1998, you had to be picked by people who you thought uh, needed to pick you, but now you can just pick yourself and start your own thing. I think it's really important to remember that. And as for this coming year for skating, I know I talk about noise a lot. Um, there's gonna be a lot of it. I definitely want less of a part of it. I just want to be a fan of skating and quietly chipping away at projects up here in Canada. Maybe some travel down the road, not sure. But over the years, I've like commented on things on social media or like done jokes and things that, that make a broad statement about something. I want other people to do that now. Um, people can step in. The wheel scene video is a really great example of something that is taking what Best of Blade was supposed to be but making it even better. Such a good format for YouTube. I love that. There's just so much good stuff happening in skating so I want to experience it, comment on it less. Quiet, it's gonna be a quiet uh, few years up here in Canada. But if you do like somebody droning on, you can join the Patreon, they'll be droning about rollerblading, talking or talking excitedly about rollerblading on this channel. And uh, there's lots to be excited about. You know, and if you have any questions or things that you want to see, you can ask. Uh, a lot of stuff will be going on the Patreon, but there'll be a slow trickle of things on YouTube and the product placement will be here. We want to bring back how-to videos as well. I hope I didn't miss anything. Um, yeah, and I want MB9 to be the most chill rollerblading video ever made. That, I'd watch that video. Okay, everybody have a great 2022. 
you're in control of your skating world and nobody else, so enjoy it. Do some jumps, keep skating or something. <laughs>